Three, two, <laughs> one, go. Hello and welcome to a new podcast. This week, uh, Abid's still missing. He's still hiding after the Liverpool, Liverpool getting a hiding, basically. He's still bottling it. So it's it's me, Ian, Ken and somebody called Billy. I don't know. don't know if anybody knows who that is. So hello, lads. How are you all? <laughs> Yeah, oh, that was uh, sounded really happy and cheerful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you sounded half dead there. Oh, You've no, not been not. on the bevies already. Uh, we're full of life. We're just, we're just nobody wants to steal Billy's thunder because Everton are still top of the league. You know, well they won the league already, oh, so it's yeah. all over. So there's no point talking about that. Oh, yeah, the minor slip up, minor slip up last weekend. Very Against minor, the Moisey yeah. Very minor. <laughs> <laughs> Morris Minor, even. <laughs> oh, God, that was a bad. I'm apologising for that gag, anyone who's heard it. I'm apologising for that one. That was bad. <laughs> right, anyway, so we just jumped straight into it, and I think we should start with a Donny van der Beek situation. He, I mean, he clearly came in expecting to be Paul Pogba's replacement and then got his ass in his hand when he got ignored when Pogba was dropped. So do you think... I mean, basically, you were asking, do you think he should stay or go? And this is where we miss Abid because he'd have belted out the Clash song right now. You know, his secret vice is karaoke, don't you? <laughs> yeah, God bless him. He loves a karaoke yeah. machine, him. Yeah, well... As the United supporter, I might as well speak up. I think Van der Beek is a very good player, and I think he will play. I think he'll flourish at United um, in the in even in the even in the medium term. Uh, just, I, I'm not sure. Well, he hasn't had enough time to coach all the football out of him yet, so he can't <laughs> play in the team. So until Ollie turns him into a complete spanner, like he has the rest of them. Uh, there's no hope for Van der Beek, so he just has to sit tight, wait for the manager to be fired, and then roll on, and then he'll do a great job for United. No problem. Do you think I that's think... all it is, just waiting for Ole to go? Uh, no, to be fair, listen, any any player coming into a new club generally isn't guaranteed game time. Right? Yeah. Sometimes they come in, they walk straight into teams. The thing that frustrates me and some Manchester United supporters uh, is that the guys who are playing in front of them are not playing very well. So he probably should be getting more game time off the bench at the bare minimum, getting a half hour. But he, a couple of times he hasn't even come on at all in league games. It's it's ugly. It's um, I don't know what he does not train, and so it's very unfair to, to, to make a, a, a rash judgment. But basically, the manager's a clown, and until the manager goes, all sorts of mental things will be happening. So... Just sit back, driver. relax, and wait. Hmm? Thought he was a bus driver. Ollie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just Ollie. Ollie's at the wheel, so everything's going to be okay. So yeah, exactly. you know, we we know we know from reading we know from reading the, the the Man United page actually that there's no need to be concerned at all. We have, um, you know, we we've won two of our five league games. Uh, we've games in hand. And we're only we're only we're only six points off the top of the league, which Titles is absolutely yours. nothing at this stage of the season, and there shouldn't nothing to worry about. And hopefully, and all the supporters are looking forward to winning maybe two more of our next five games in the league, which would be another <laughs> uh, milestone and another monumental achievement. And 
un, un, until those players who are playing so well for Man United at the moment uh, uh, take a dip in form, Van der Beek will just have to wait. Well, which Simple ones without that are playing well? All of them. They're all playing really well because we've won two out of five games. So there's no need to worry, no need to be concerned about anything. Uh, everything is fan dabby dozy. Right. <laughs> I, well, I, I don't think you're going to find any of us are disagreeing with that. No, I think, yeah. I think we have to agree with that, don't we? How can you disagree? You can't disagree. Everything is fantastic and rosy in the garden. And it's all, we've only been playing poorly because we didn't have a pre-season, apparently. Um, and, oh. Oh, oh, you know, I mean, yeah, we, really sad. We didn't get a pre-season. We're the only team completely denied of a pre-season. And, um, why, so why were you banned from pre-season then, Ken? I, I, it's hard to understand. It really is hard to understand, Tristan, but I can only go by the experts I'm reading on the page and they tell me everything's going to be super duper and I just need to be more patient. So here I am. This is the new patient me. Everything is going to be fantastic. And honestly, I, I, I just can't believe how, how good things are on the Man United front and we should all relax. Anyone who had concerns last week, don't be concerned. I've read the experts on the page and they're telling me everything is super. So, this is the new me. <laughs> we can't really argue about the experts on your page because there's definitely a few of those. Yeah, and we're very lucky to have them. Very true, mate. Very yeah, true. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm sure they must all be employed by the club. Well, do you know what? Some of them actually do a lot of scouting for the club, and um, they they do a terrific job. And uh, there's there's a there's a few of them who have a personal line into Ali because they can tell us how players are doing in training, and you know the Fred's first touch isn't any better than Jack the Rippers. Um, but they they actually think. They actually do a great job for the club and spin the PO very well. And, you know, Ollie's at the wheel, so everything's going to be fine. I certainly think you have a point about Van der Beek's problem, though. I mean, he can play football, and we've seen that, you know, you're buying players like Fred. You clearly don't want footballers anymore. Oh, no, God forbid. God forbid. We're going for the, uh, the, 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 the athletes with lesser technical ability um, to to pretty much how you would play if you were a relegation trend so team like, say, me, Cardiff or, like Cardiff or somebody like that. Yeah. That's, the, that's the way you set your team up. Lots of people, huff and puff. Um, and and Ollie's gonna, Ollie is going to take us back to the top with this whole new vision on how the game should be played. Well, if they, if they just want natural athletes can, can, but not worried oh. about technical skills, me and Billy have got to hope, haven't we, Bill? We'll be straight in there. Absolutely, we Listen, I have Billy down as a left wing back if uh, Telez doesn't make it. And, He's got the uh, build of Shaw, so he probably could do the job. The band, the big thing, is a storm of teacup. It's, it's, it's really a whole lot of nonsense. Uh, so you're not bothered that his paid. agent's been offering him to Real Madrid and is about to offer him to Barcelona as well. Oh, no, I couldn't be arsed what his agent is doing. I said here three weeks or four weeks ago his agent should have got a slap in the face when he when he came out with his very first comment after one week. Um, his agent can offer him to who he likes. He's got a contract. He'll do what he's fucking told, like Pogba did. 
you know, and we'll keep him and we'll make him stay if he doesn't want to stay. And we'll, we'll make him stay there and he will have to just sit and obey all the club rules and we'll give him a quarter of a million a week. And uh, his happiness and his own welfare means nothing to the club. Uh, it's very important that we keep these players tied into their contracts and make them miserable. <laughs> and can I ask you what your thoughts about James playing? Who? James. Um, uh, sorry, Dan who's James. your winger? Sorry. What's his name, Tess? Dan James. Dan James, yeah. What do what you think about him playing last week? Okay, I, I'll be very honest with you. Dan James has more potential as a player than Oli Gunnar Solskjaer has as a coach. That's not <laughs> That's saying a lot, though, is it? I've got the more lad, potential as a player than Ole's got as a coach, so, you know, give him yeah. a... I think, I, I've been honest with you, I think under the right coach, he has attributes. He's just not been played to use his attributes. Simple as that. It's Listen, there's five or six players in the United team on the United squad who aren't, we're not playing to their strengths because we want to play a defensive, dogged, boring type of football. That's what the coaches want. That's the way they set up their teams. It's boring. There's no patterns of play. It's rig rigid and boring. And as a result... Just like improve from Mourinho. Hmm? Just oh, improve from Mourinho. Listen, the difference with Mourinho is you sort of knew what you were going to get and you put up with it because you're going to win things. You put up with it for a short term. Because you're going to win things. To be fair to Mourinho, he was there for what two full seasons, and he's in three cup finals, and he wins two of them. I mean, okay, it was dour, it was boring, it wasn't good football, but I take it over dour, boring football with no hope of winning anything. That's a fair point there. I think we've pretty much covered all this, then, haven't we? <laughs> But yeah. you, you haven't answered the question, though. That's the one thing. Do we think we he should stay or go? Oh, I told you. I think he should definitely stay. You definitely think he should stay. stay, Ian? Absolutely. Yeah, without a doubt, he should stay. I mean, I think it's clear that Pogba isn't going to be there forever, is he? And Neither is the manager. Yeah, exactly. And he, he's a quality player, isn't he? He was great for Ajax. And even in the few games he's played for United, he showed that he's... You know he's got something about him, hasn't he? So yeah. it just seems amazing that they're they're not playing him and that they're playing people yeah. that aren't aren't in form or out of form and not doing you know what they they're supposed to be doing. So I just think it's crazy. Yeah, I think he'll stay and he should stay. Right, Billy. Yeah, I think he'll stay. I, I want him to stay. I think he's a good player. Yeah, I, I think he's going to be frustrated if he gets players who are of lesser ability. In the side, and he's on the bench. I think he wants to, he wants to play. I don't think he's come there to play. Well, it's not like you can he's, say he's a bit lazy he's or something. Sorry, Bill. Oh no. Sorry, Bill. Go on. Carry okay, on. No, you carry on. Mate. I just I, I just think that uh, you know 
regardless of what people say about Fred or Dan James or players like that, even Pogba, I think he should be in the side before them. But I'm not the manager of United. Or if it was my club, I'd be asked, I'd be wanting them to start. It's just my view. So it's unanimous, yeah, Dan. We all want him. To, we all think he should stay. Then Ken, yeah. Ken, can I just quickly sorry, just, can I just quickly yeah. say if you were to play, if you were to be playing four three three, then and you had a midfield three, and Van der Beek was to be one of them, who would your other two be? Fernandez and Matic. Yeah, that's Obviously. exactly what I thought. Possibly, possibly. Uh, look, listen. Fred, Fred gets a hard time, and he's a terrible footballer. Um, but there, there, there's space in every team for a workhorse. Now, the problem I have for Fred is he just gives the ball away a lot. Problem mm. I have with Matic is his legs are going, and the problem I have with McTominay <laughs> is is that he's not really a defensive midfielder. <laughs> so, and his his distribution, he's not as comfortable on the ball under pressure as as say Matic is. So. For me, it will be Matic, Bruno, and Van de Beek at the moment. And and for me, they're the three best players. But Matic can't get in the team at all. Pogba can't get in the team at all. When we had a very successful run last year, and there's no doubt, you know, because even if you look since lockdown, since football reopened, Manchester City have one point more than Manchester United. And they're the top two point earners since football reopened. Right? Yeah. In most of That's those games, point. in most of those games, or in a lot of those games, he played Fred and McTominay. And in the good run from January to April, or to March, I should say, it was Fred and McTominay as the two. That's the way Ollie wants to set up his team. If he wants to set up his team with zero football in midfield and just play a destructive, disruptive game where your first concern is disrupting the opposition and not being constructive yourself, that'll do. It'll never win a league. It'll get you maybe fourth, third, maybe fourth, might get you to a cup final, might scrape a cup, but it won't win you a league because you need to be more constructive in your play. All he still thinks is a Cardiff and he wants to play like that. Yeah, so think that was the problem on Saturday against Chelsea, Ken. Pardon? I think that was the trouble against Chelsea, that neither side wanted to win. That's why it was a boring game. Yeah, I think neither side... Listen, Frank's under pressure as well, and he's not doing any better than Ollie. He's spent a fortune. Okay, he's... he's, he's uh, he, But he hasn't done any better than Solskjaer in the last year and a bit, right? Um... He doesn't get the same press abuse. He got a free ride last year because he'd no real transfer window. Spent a lot of money this, this year. And we said four or five weeks ago, we all sat here. He's going to need time to gel them. He still doesn't have a proper defense. So I think both managers were more concerned about not losing that game than they were about winning it. And right. that's a very sad indictment. And for me, that's abandoning the principles of Manchester United. From yeah. a guy who's supposed to be a club legend. It happens too often. Lots of times Fergie went to draw a game or to be defensive in a game. That can happen. It happens on occasion, but with Solskjaer, it happens weekly. And the next thing you know, we'll be going for a draw when we're away to Southampton or a draw away to West Ham because we think it's a good point to earn. That's abandoning the total 
everything the club stands for, in my view. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. argue with any of that. <laughs> Which kind of brings us on nicely to Conte, doesn't it, um, Tris? Well, yeah, we could go on to Conte next, yeah. So, As we've mentioned, Chelsea. You, and so the... I call him Kante, but like, you know, whatever floats <laughs> Yeah, you sorry, Kante, yeah. I... Either, either. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so there's, there, this season I've noticed the, there's been like a, a groundswell of Chelsea supporters on their page wanting him to be sold in the summer. I know, which I was amazed. I found bizarre. Then they now, now that they haven't sold him, now they're suggesting. They should stop playing him in a way, you know, that suits his football, make him stay disciplined and sit in front of the back four so that Jorginho can play more with more freedom and be the player to express himself. So they want to stop their best midfielder from playing the way he plays to his best so they can allow an average, if at best, midfielder with no mobility whatsoever and completely unsuited to the Premier League to do what he does, which is pass sideways and backwards anyway. So we'll take those ridiculous penalties. Sorry, Bill. I don't think that uh, Lampard fancies Canty in that position. He, he just play. He doesn't play him. They played him as a. He played him as a more attacking midfielder. Now he's moved him into like he plays him in central midfield when he's plays. Obviously, he's not playing him tonight because. Uh, Fitness issues, but like, yeah, funny. I love him. I love him. I think he's one of the best players in the league. I think he's a fantastic midfielder. I think for me, he's not quite a box to box player, right? He's he's about a box to final third. You know, he he doesn't get into the box very often, and he and he and when he does get there, he's not awfully creative. But he's still he's not a number six that sits deep. He did... needs to be roaming. He needs yeah. to be roaming the pitch, intercepting, you know, snuffing out danger. Yeah. But he needs to be doing that up in the right wing yeah. channel. He needs to be doing it on the left wing channel. He needs to be doing it in the centre midfield. Anyway, he needs that freedom to get yeah. the best out of him. But, yeah, that's just what I don't understand. Why would you want to block him off? Jorginho is not his ideal partner in that regard. Exactly because. He doesn't have the defensive now. Now, Tris, I, I, I differ from you slightly with Jorginho because I think he is a very talented footballer, right? He's a, he is a very talented footballer. He he's, he's just not suited to the Premier League and the speed and the physicality of the game. He's not suited I think to he's the a, position he plays either. That's the problem. I, not, not in the Premier League. He's, he's, he's perfectly suited to it in Syria. Perfectly suited to it. because well, they don't expect him to defend. Correct. So... He's not a number six for the Premier League. He's a number six for Serie A, which is a number six in Serie A is more of a playmaker than it is a, a defensive midfielder. It's, mm. they, they, they start their attacks from deeper. So I would I, I I'd be looking to keep Kante as the as the boxy running midfielder and have a and have a, a, a more disciplined physical defensive minded number six alongside him rather than Jorginho and makes, I think that would pay Chelsea big dividends makes it look bizarre that they let Ampidou go I was just going to mention his name yeah I, I mean I, I, I like just him. don't understand that move he's a stead defensive Didn't... midfielder Parex it seems he's their best player at the weekend against Liverpool he was absolutely brilliant in the first half shutting down Firmino completely did he not play who did he play for on loan last year he was at RBL last year, RB Leipzig. Yeah, I thought he played 
They played centre half in one of the Champions League games. I think it might have been against, might have been against Madrid. I can't remember, but he was he played centre half and he he was he was foot perfect. Oh, he's a brilliant player. I don't understand why he's out on loan. Him and Malang, sir, they've let go two players that were perfectly suited to the way they want to play and are better than what they've kept. It makes no sense. Yeah, it's... it's look, they a bit like United. I mean, United suffered this, this sort of... from their inability to offload players. You know, and I think Chelsea wanted to offload Rudiger um, or Zuma or someone and, and, and then... Bring in proper proper centre half, uh, and they just couldn't offload the players. You know, uh, same as United. United just couldn't offload players. Who wants them? There was a lot of clubs in that position, though, weren't there? I think they couldn't offload. Yeah, particularly high earners. I mean, United's the Joneses and the Rojos earning over a hundred grand a week. I mean, any wonder they couldn't get rid of them. You know, how does hmm. Jones get a hundred grand a week? I mean, what idiot put him on that kind of contract? Well, that's that that that's nothing to do with any of the the football managers. Obviously, that's the that's the financial people. But uh, he got a five year contract a year and a half ago. He must have pissed himself laughing all that night and gone home and just thought to himself, "Oh my God, I am on easy street for another five years." It's bizarre. Small him forced his way out when he wasn't going to be playing for you. Admiring for that, and, and there's a lot of players. It's a little bit like I know you have the Ozil thing with his charity and all that, but honestly, God, it bugs the shit out of me that the, the players haven't got the fight to get up and say, I'm a professional footballer, and if I can't play for you and you don't want me, I'm going to play for somebody else. Mm. You know, I, I just I just don't get it. And there's a lot of players who make the move, and you know, even on worse terms, but uh. No, you 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 you, you got to be out there playing football. It's a very very short career. Oh bloody hell! Chelsea keepers injured one of their players by the looks of it. Sorry, football. I just spotted the football on that. Right. So <laughs> just while we were talking about Chelsea, I just spotted it. It's going. It looks like it's Zuma by the looks of it. I think. Yeah, Zuma. So, what do we think? What do we think with um? With Chelsea and and, and Conte, for me, he, he he's got to be he's got to be one of the first names on the team sheet. First for me, yeah, and for me, I don't think there's anybody like him in the, you know anybody that can compare to him in the Premier League. No, if you had with the exception of, with the exception of Guendouzi, obviously he was. Oh well, I don't pretty... count him because he's obviously class above, obviously. <laughs> Like Pepe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry. No, I think, yeah, first name on the team sheet. What do you think, Billy? Yeah, I'm a big fan, Kante fan. Uh, I think he might be off. If he, if he doesn't get what he wants, I think he'd be off. I think there'll be a lot of suitors looking to take him. Paris Saint-Germain for one. Yeah. I think yeah, he's going to be he's hitting that 29-30, which isn't the greatest age for a midfielder, you know, not with his style of play. So, like, he, 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 if he doesn't move next summer, he'll sign a new contract. But I think he should move. He lives very clean, though, so he might be a, he might have a longer career than most who play a similar sort of style. 
Oh, yeah, and yeah. there is more longevity now than there was, let's say, yeah. when, you know, you know, well, he doesn't 20, drink or smoke or anything like that as well, like, so... Yeah, no, he's a good lad, by all accounts. Yeah, still drives the old battered mini he turned up in on the first day as well. Yeah, he's, <laughs> so he's tight as well. Yeah. <laughs> 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 maybe, maybe his accountant wakes on the Man United page, do you think? Yeah, maybe he does. Yeah, 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 yeah. Might be his position a tight midfielder. Tight holding midfielder. Oh, God. You know. Shall we move on then? Yeah. Yeah. We're all agreeing on everything tonight. This isn't right. Hello, that's why we've got to move on quick. Well, I got something I don't think we'll agree on or out that. Anyway, I think we. I'll have to disagree with Billy just for the sake of it if we do all agree. But the the Luca Dine ban, it's been reduced to just one game instead of the three. Which Billy, I know, is very happy about, right? And you think it's right? Yeah, I do, yeah. But do you not think... reason I think it's right. But do you not think, if he'd have been... Actually, if he'd have actually not wanted to bring the player down at the very least, he could have easily run to the side of him. He's obviously stayed there. He was obviously going to try and take him out if he did, if he kept going. Not as in like stamping his Achilles as he did. I'm not saying that necessarily. That he got frustrated, and it wasn't a it wasn't that bad a tackle to be honest with you. He what? come in behind him. He couldn't catch him, and he tried to go to slide past him and caught his ankle. Don't worry, it wasn't a great tackle, but I think there should be. I, I'm happy with it uh, being reduced to one, and not just because it's Luca Dean and it's Everton. He's I think that there should be like a traffic light system anyway. I think, you know, yeah. it should be reviewed, and you should, should have it in degrees of how bad the tackle is, and maybe... It's okay to do it at the end of the game and retrospectively. I think, I think it's a good idea. Do retrospective things because you can't keep going the way it is. People getting away with with murder basically, and then them saying, "Well, we didn't see it at the time, so nothing happens." Yeah, I'll agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, think, I, think, I think that should have been the same with Pickwood. Yeah, somebody's got to disagree with him. I'm trying to get, you know, I'm, just, somebody well, surely Billy, does, think think it, does anybody just think, actually think he meant it? Oh, absolutely. Listen, I think Everton are just, once they've started to lose games, they've just reverted to kicking to Yeah, there we go. That's all like it. <laughs> I, I, I don't agree with that because... It's obvious that Pickford didn't see Van Dyke. Right? It's obvious when he came out. Of it. So I, I'm not having and any of that. Richarlison didn't see Thiago, yeah? No, Richarlison. But, but to, to be honest with you, the funny thing about that game is, right, Robertson hacked out. Oh, yeah, definitely. This, we were discussing this when I think you weren't here, though. Yeah. We like Robert, it, you? Rob- it was when you missed, you were away. Yeah, I was away last week. Um, Robertson hacked out. You know yeah, what I mean? Definitely. And that all goes... I mean, so... He should, okay, have been, Robert... he should have been getting a ban as well. 
And what if he had torn your man's your man's Achilles tendon? Well, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. You've got to start punishing these retrospectively to stop players doing it. You can't just say just yeah, because totally you didn't see it at the time. You don't say, you know, you don't say, well, some he stole, you know, he stole me wallet. Well, we won't bother because we didn't catch him on the day. If you catch him later, you still, but you know, you still punish him, don't you? I, I I'm in favour of retrospective bans. I will be in favour of a traffic light system because what you have is a situation now at the moment where if a keeper comes out, hands the ball outside the air, he gets straight red. Yeah, he's all for three matches. Yet Richardson, is that right? Or, I think it's only one or somebody else yeah. can break someone's leg and get the same but with a nasty, nasty tackle and get the same ban. I don't that think that's correct. Right. I think a three-match ban is only for violent conduct offences. You know, for offences deemed violent, isn't it? And one-match ban is no, the standard if you get a sending off. No, all straight reds are three matches. All yellow reds are one. Uh, okay, I I could have sworn I. Because I've seen two match bans given and one match bans <coughs> straight reds as well, but that might be appeals then. Yeah, I think if they appeal them, you, you have a chance of getting a further game, or yes, you can get a game off. Yeah, you but, can get an extra game. That's why I'm, I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying that uh, all cards, red cards, should be looked at at the end of the game. Yep. A panel, and then decided on on a traffic light system. Yeah. One match ban for being not that bad. Two match ban if it's borderline, and three match ban if it's really serious. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, completely agree. And and for something even like, you know, Harry Maguire's one there, the the penalty situation <laughs> where he where he tried to decapitate. Yeah, <laughs> like to be fair, that's a penalty all day long. I don't know how it was given as a penalty. And they did, the thing was, they spent 20 seconds looking at that, if tw- if even 20 seconds looking at it, <laughs> and they still didn't see it. But the Marcus Rashford one, where somebody brushed past him, or was it Kante brushed past him? I can't remember who it was. Brushed past him and he went down, and they spent about 20 minutes looking at that one over and over, and you could see it wasn't. It was almost like they were desperate to give United another penalty. Which, of course, we know they're not because they've never given penalties for Man United. Have you lot gone off again? Ah, oh, I don't believe this. Where have you gone now? Oh, I'm sorry for this. I'll, I'll Born when you're halfway through your match. Uh, Trish, you're back. You went off there for a yeah, bit. Yeah, the thing dropped, so that meant you were off the thing. Yeah, the server dropped connection, so. So, what so you didn't I... catch us slagging so you off. I didn't catch you lot having to go at me, but like I managed to cut in quite. Now the bloody internet got. Now the VPN went off and went on again. So... I, I wouldn't mind your in full rant. Yeah, hello. But they got it, so don't worry. It was recorded on the podcast. It's just you lot missed out on it all. Is there, there's nothing wrong there when one person drops off and the other three get thrown out. 
it's my ball it's my ball I'm going home <laughs> yeah but I'm doing the recording so it's got to it's oh, okay. got to come into me I, I, you lot that's can all do your own bloody recording then I can have a night off wouldn't have to put it with you we really have a choice now we can look forward to next weekend's fixtures or we can look back at last weekend's we've still got a couple of things to talk about as well yeah yeah, great. Barca and Real Madrid still got to still got to talk about those two. Yeah, I read on the Man United page today that Barcelona were in they're imploding, imploding, and in fairness, somebody was very quick to say same as us then. <laughs> um, but but <laughs> of course, you're positive said now about Man United because it's all going to be fine. So you wouldn't have agreed. Yeah, no, no, absolutely because I. I had to text the person that put in that post. I, I had to text him and say, stop it. Everything's got to be fine. Yeah, good man. Good man. Because we wouldn't want you to, you know, lose that positivity. No, it's, it's all about the positivity. I think, yeah, I think. If the Man United not... board did what Barcelona board did anyway and resigned on mass, would you consider that imploding or a bloody good day? I wouldn't. I would consider it to be a bloody good day. But, <laughs> but the only thing, the only thing that I'm fearful of, right? And I, 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 I want the Mourinho to resign as the United boss the day the transfer window shut and they didn't sell Pogba, which was his demand, really, right? Mm. Because player power, the board started backing players, which is. <laughs> over the manager, which once you start doing that, the manager's finished. But the thing is, the yeah, player yeah, wanted yeah. to leave as well, so that wasn't really but bad. Does Messi, will will Messi stay with a new president? My guess is that's that's a, that's a certainty. Who's that, Messi? Yeah. Say. Uh, I think... Oh, by the way, know, guys, apparently... To move, so. Apparently, just a very quick interjection, but Donny van der Beek starting tonight. Yes. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Sorry, I thought Good you knew man. that. That was why I thought we were starting with it. Oh right, no, no, I didn't realise that. Ah, so, right. so what about so what about all that bollocksology then about him needing time to settle? Jesus Christ, our man, you're so waffler. Well, <laughs> the trouble is, you, you've got to remember that um, Donny's had that nasty injury for some time, so it's taken him a while to get back from that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's been injured a long time. We're going off topic now. We're talking about sorry. Barcelona and uh, you tell Madrid. him, Bill. Yeah, you sorry, tell Billy. him. You kick, you keep um, him on the straight and narrow. Well done, Bill. Here's my view on it, and I don't know if you'll agree with me, but this is all looking towards the European Super League. This to me, you know, the board's going. They've got no money, and it's going to be, it's going to be four, maybe five English clubs. Real Madrid, Barcelona, Bayern Munich. I was just going to say, it was Bartomeu who was taking them into the Euro Super League and he's even revealed that as he left and he's signed them up for one already. And and they're already beginning proceedings. So him leaving wasn't part of the proceedings to take them into it. He'd already done that. It was just he'd put them in such financial difficulties because they they had to change their... their, um, their club, I forget what they call them now, uh, 
you know the um, the rules Eating. of the club anyway, not laws they have. Constitution. 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 That's it. I couldn't remember what it. But I knew it was American. Yeah. Anyway, their constitution <laughs> states that they can only spend X amount, X percentage of their income on wages, and he'd taken them massively over the amount. So they revoted a higher level, and he still couldn't get them within that that figure. So they revoted and got a higher level still, and he still couldn't get them among it. This is why they're in finance; they're in massive financial difficulties. That's why he's going, and because of the mess with Messi as well. Yeah. And there's one other point as well that's the problem is because Xavi wouldn't work with him, which is why Kuman was appointed in the first place because Xavi refused to come back to the club while. Bartomeu was in charge. Wow, is that what stopped Xavi coming back? Because I always wondered, you know. He was offered the job on a plate, but he didn't want it while Bartomeu was there. Because they've almost yeah. insinuated that um, Coleman was, almost as soon as he was appointed, they were insinuating him he wouldn't be there a year. Well, he'll be there till, I think he'll be there at the end of the season or whenever there's the season in, you know, whenever the new guy comes in yeah. and... Uh, the Qatar season finishes, Xavi uh, will be on his way back. Because he's managing in Qatar at the moment, isn't he? Oh, is he? Yeah. I can't, I can't see Kuhlman pulling up trees this year, to be honest. Uh, I, I just don't see why, you know, they, they only brought him in as a, he's just there for a, just to fill time. Stop gapping yeah, I'm surprised he left the Dutch job with the European Championships in the summer and the Dutch are doing well, so yeah, bit of, bit of an odd one. Yeah, it was his dream job though. It's like if you, you know, you were doing whatever and Man United come calling. It doesn't matter what club or country you're running in. Well, I don't know, maybe you'd be different if it was Ireland. I don't know, but most people like, you know, club over country, in it these days, so... Yeah, no, listen, it'd be club over country for me every time. Yeah, you I know? wasn't sure because yeah. I know some people are, some people aren't, some people are. I'm club over country yeah. every time. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, particularly at the moment because Ireland are even worse than Man United, you know. Need a new Jack Charlton then. We need another Jack Charlton, all right. <laughs> Lord, of mer- Lord of mercy on him. Uh, <laughs> I think the um, just going on again from obviously moving to this reference Barcelona I think the more interesting story is the Madrid one isn't it what's going on there at the moment well, I don't know I was just thinking what do you think of the do you think they'll carry on with you know do you think they're going to pull out of this Euro Super League because the uh, La Liga is putting pressure on them FIFA's putting pressure on them UEFA's putting pressure on them on Barcelona well a lot of the, none of the fans want to join the Euro Super League no, no but listen, they may have signed up to join, but if there's no Super League to join, they ain't going anywhere. Won't be before, it's 2024 is the date it's meant to start. What did, do you know what, do you know what, Sky, do you know what Sky and BT uh, thoughts are on this Super League, Tris? Oh, they'll love it, because it'll be huge for them. The problem is whether they'll be the ones that get the uh, contracts. Their problem more would be they don't want to, you know, the Premier League is a great product for them and they don't really want to mess with that, do they? No, no I, I don't think it'll be messed with. A bit like Brexit, they'll strike a deal in the last minute, you know? 
it's one of those. It's a story. It could be in the English football as we know it, the Super League. Football, kill it. You can't have. Well, you can. Of course, you can't have leagues without Manchester United's and Chelsea's and whoever else might be going. But no, it won't kill it for me. Man United might not even be in it the way they're going. That's the worry. That's the thing as well. That's how far they've fallen. Their stock's fallen lately. They'll be in it if it's their Tris. Don't be silly. Well, I would have thought so too, but that's not what the... What's <laughs> I think they will, yeah. The discussion. Well, no, no, that's not what who. The they beg them to be in it. Them. They would beg them to be in it. You Biggest supporter so. club in the world. Biggest supporter club in the world. Absolutely. They're nailed on. If, if it was to happen, they're nailed on to be there. Whether they whether they merit that at the moment with their play, definitely not. But they'd be there. I would have thought so as well, but... I think so. I, the problem is, you're thinking of it in terms of just purely about making money. They're thinking of it, it's run by the clubs, and they're thinking of it in terms of somebody else having having a degree of power against them. You know, Barcelona, Real Madrid, they like to have power, you know what I mean? They like to run it. Like to run. Yeah, I think, I think you know. the money's If, if it was to be there, United would be there. Even if they, even if they finish tenth this year and tenth next year, if something like that was to happen, they'd be the forefront of it, and that's what'll happen. I can't see United not being in it. No, it'll be based on money, as far as I'm concerned. Because in the end, that's what that's what talks in all sports money. And that's why if it does happen, the rich are going to get richer, and the poor are going to get poorer, and the English lower leagues are going to become semi-professional and there'll be one top tier and it won't be worth watching. If there's no United's Liverpool, maybe Arsenal uh, uh, in it, it, it won't be worth watching, but, uh, the Premier League. Yeah, it, 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 it's always been the argument with the Scottish Premier League that if Celtic and Rangers left, that it would finish the league. I'm I'm of the opposite opinion. I think if Celtic and Rangers left, it would make the Scottish League because everybody else is on a pretty much a level playing field. Yeah, I and uh, uh, I think you know the Aberdeen and the St Johnson and the St Mirren and all of those people then have a chance of winning or qualifying for Europe, which they, they don't really have at the moment. So um, I'm not sure it wouldn't be worth watching, Billy. I think people would adjust to it in time. But it'll always be a poor relation, and it shouldn't be. The English Premiership should never be the poor relation; should always be the top league. So, I think, I think, um, I, think so. I think it's a load of nonsense, and I think money will talk at the end of the day, and it'll it'll stay as it is, and it'll raise its head again in twenty thirty or something like that. You know? I think it'll be that long. I, I think so, it'll just yeah. carry on rumbling in the background like it always has done. Pretty the- much, pretty much. It. Really, it, all it's going to do is put manners on, on UEFA and the EPL. That's all it's going to do. Ian's going to be gutted then, because he was thinking Arsenal might have a chance of winning something if everybody good left. 
Uh, we had that chance one before when there was nobody playing but Leicester and we didn't do anything. So. <laughs> didn't you finish third that year? <laughs> oh, unbelievable. Oh, four, what, what was it? Where did you finish? Oh, I, I, do you know, I, I don't even know. I lost interest. Oh, unreal. <laughs> even when everyone else gives up, you still can't come second. Oh, no. <laughs> In a two-horse Just... race. Brilliant. Hard. <laughs> hey Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll go on to Real Madrid now, since you mentioned them. Oh, yeah, it was only because obviously that was part of it, wasn't it? And that was, those two stories were so interesting, weren't they? Well, With they the players in the fairly time. intertwined, because <laughs> one of it, part of the Real Madrid thing was during the El Clasico against Barcelona. It's odd to see Barcelona mid-table at the moment as well. Real yeah. Sociedad top of the league there with David Silva leading them. Shows how good a player he was. Is. Well, it was in the you know for Man City they look half a team without him. But anyway, yeah, sorry, I digressed. So we're talking about Real Madrid, right? The it's not it's got, not a happy camp, is it? Oh, yeah, the Isco criticising Zidane's substitutions in El Clasico. He was moaning, he was moaning about him bringing on other people. That, uh, sorry, no, he was moaning that he gets dragged off at like. 45 minutes or 60 minutes but when he's given a chance to come on it's 80 minutes yeah well yeah but you crap that's you know not being funny well why would you know try playing a bit better then you might get a bit of a bit of a chance you know so i can't really have any sympathy with this go to be honest no i don't i don't <laughs> well, the, the world's gone mad now where you you can't have a chat with your fucking mate and there's some TV camera following you or recording you or doing this or doing this and lip-reading you and all this sort of stuff just for sensationalism. Every job, every club, everywhere in the world, yeah, but you, you get people what slagging about? off You get people slagging off their boss or that fucker made me work overtime or that yeah. bitch made me do this. You know, <laughs> whatever it be. And on every single Premiership football club, on every bench... Did you have your staff mic'd up so you can hear when they moan about you? No, we we cameras in the ceiling. Good move, good move. Because there must be yeah, a lot moaning about you. Yeah, they don't know about them. No, would you believe I, I'd be known as UN Ken because I never started row ever. Um, no, I wouldn't believe oh, that. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, UN Ken, they call me, because I'm so passive. Uneasy going. Mm. I really question the. I'd have to question the culture that. <laughs> no, I don't. No, be honest with you. It's it's just like, when are we gonna stop? But would you like, say the same with regards to the um, Benzema Philamendi conversation at half time? Would you say that's a similar sort of thing? Or would every, you say that's a bit more dubious? Every football team... Jesus Christ, how many times has Roy Keane chased Vic and Gary Neville down the tunnel trying to give him a size 9 up the hole? Like, honestly, that happens yeah. in every dressing room. and It's I, nonsense. Yeah, I mean, it's the same as around the big situation. But that it's a quiet Wednesday. They were accusing... Vin he was accusing Vinicius of basically being... You know, playing for the other team, basically. Which is... Well, it's a throwaway comment made in the heat of the moment. Why a player who's angry with another player? 
don't listen to him. Do you think that's not a bit more than that? It seems like no, nah, I don't. It just seems I, I a bit know. like because this is Benzema. It's not like it's not the first time he's been particular. He's been a problem with regards to his attitude towards specific people. No, he's a nasty little piece of work, Benzema, yeah. by or by all accounts, and, and <laughs> a particularly nasty individual. But look, these things happen. I like honestly, people. Should, my view on that is people shouldn't even be talking about it. Well, I'd say the same if it was what you were saying with regard to like Roy Keane chasing the players down the tunnel. That's a different matter to me. That's if Benzema had a problem with Mendy, uh, not Mendy, sorry, with uh, Vinicius. He should be speaking to Vinicius. That's the difference, is what I'm saying is. This is a different matter. This is backstabbing, backbiting. It's all behind the backs of people. That's when you know you've got an unhappy camp, isn't it? Rather than just people wanting to win. Yeah, because in essence, he should be encouraging that lad. He's only a youngster, isn't he? Yeah. He should be supporting him and being with him. Yeah. But I think, I don't know, I, it's not a happy camp anyway because they're not doing yeah. well and Zidane is a pretty dour guy at the moment. He's not the guy who won four Champions Leagues anyway, you know? He, he's just When he won them, they won them dour. terrible football. Well, to be honest with you, Ronaldo and uh, Modric... Uh, there was a little left back. They were, they were, they were a good Marcelo. team at that time. I don't care what anyone says. Marcelo, they like they, they were a good team to watch. I thought they were a good team to watch. You know? that's why they hate. That's why the fans are turning on him because they've never played good football under him. That's the problem. What they, the problem, what annoyed me about him is. That was exactly what Rafa Benitez, exactly how Rafa Benitez wanted to set out Real Madrid to play. And everyone said it was two defences, so he got the sack. Zidane comes in and does exactly the same thing, and he's said to be playing great football. But, you know, by the yeah. media and that, it's like, well, you know, you all said it was too defensive and boring when Rafa Benitez did it. What's the difference? It's a funny club, Real Madrid. It's not a club I admire at all. Oh, Barcelona will be my favourite Spanish team, always have been. Uh, um, I, I'm, not, I'm, not a, I'm not a Real Madrid fan at all never have been I don't like either personally I I like I like teams like uh, Betis Athletic Bilbao and Sociedad myself I don't know but Barcelona were always my Spanish team I have to say Uh, I picked a weird German team um, so when I was a kid I I still look out for the results now you know really which one yeah Russian Munch and Glad Bag. Ah, right. Why? They were I think Nottingham I think not I think not Forest played them in a in a in a European Cup final. I was about eight or nine or ten or something. Um, or was it Liverpool? Was it Liverpool? Football back then. Liverpool played them in the seventy. Joey Jones rolled them over. Seventy-seven was it? That was that same 77? season. Joey Jones rolled over the thing. The, um, uh, thing wasn't it? Yeah. It was that year wasn't it? Yeah, so that's why that's why I I, I I picked them because it would have been anybody bar Liverpool and I and I followed them ever since. Um, they're a small club, you know. They no, they're not a small club. Yeah. Not a small club. They, they've had a lean time, got relegated and all sorts, but um, yeah, they're 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 sort of playing okay the last couple of years. Interesting. Sorry, we digressed, didn't we? So, what were we talking about? Oh, I think we finished on there. Who's your favourite German team, Ian? Pure uh, Dortmund. Dortmund. 
Billy? Dortmund for me as well. And Spanish? Spanish, my Spanish one. Uh, yeah, Madrid. I don't like Barcelona one little bit. All right. I just Billy, are you in? Like the history. It's the history of Real Madrid that I like. The same manner everyone complains about Chelsea or City and that doing. Remember when Calderon was in charge, they were literally selling off like a metre square of land to the Madrid government for millions and then the Madrid government were gifting it them back yeah Yeah, that's true and And then when they really got into massive debt the Madrid government bought their training ground for about 10 times what it was worth off them and then gifted them as part of the deal a brand new bigger area of land with a new you know brand new state of the art training ground on it yeah, it's not like right. a yeah. And they used to have the backing of the uh, president who was a dictator. That's why I don't like him because, like, no, don't want anything to, you know, anything Franco liked. <laughs> Can't like I, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. My uh, my my favorite French team was always Marseille. Really. Yeah, I think Chris Waddle, did Chris Waddle go there? Yeah, yeah, Chris Waddle did. Yeah, yeah, I like Chris Waddle as a pair. They, they, did they win a Champions League or European Cup when he was there? Or yeah, did, were they, they beating the final? match fixing. That was the one they got, they got uh, stripped of them for match fixing, remember? Yeah. Papin was playing in that final. team. Was Jean-Pierre Papin playing in that team? I think so, yeah. It was, a, you know, they had a lot of big stars at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're... Uh, Chairman was match fixing Bernard Tappy, wasn't it? That's right. Yeah, yeah. They they, they were che- basically they cheated to everything, so it's kind of like a sore point with a lot of other fans in France. They like Liverpool. Possibly. Well, <laughs> <laughs> right, as in when they when they bought the league, you mean? Yeah, a lot of cheating going yeah. on there. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, Van Dijk will be back in two weeks. Family reunion, yeah. Van Dijk will be back in two <laughs> weeks now after after Club's magic doctor fills him full of whatever magic potions he injects into him. Christ, he's not Pep Guardiola. <laughs> no, I won't be, so, be so sure. That's what Pep does, and that is something that's been a pro. You know, that is something that even is the, the other. You know, the Bayern club doctors who. He got rid of. Actually, he came out and was saying, weren't it? That's why they got rid of him. Pretty much. <laughs> but that's commonplace in Spain, to be honest, and Italy. So I wouldn't be surprised if it is commonplace in England. True enough. Yeah. Let's stop talking about Madrid. So, uh, well, we've run out of topics, mate. So we just do the. Either previews or reviews now. Whichever you want to do. I prefer prefer a quick survey preview 
Right. I'm just going to pull up the Because Everton have lost, I think we should uh, gloss over it and pretend it didn't happen. No, we don't. Listen, (laughs) we don't want to talk about uh, Everton being top of the league because we don't want to jinx them. Good point. We've got 20 minutes from me to the start of your game. Yeah, I'm just looking up the fixtures here. Uh, Friday's Wolves Crystal Palace. All right, okay. Uh, Wolves. I'm going Wolves to win that one. There's no point asking me. I'll just say it's going to be a boring game because both are very negative football teams, aren't they? I was surprised to see that Zaha scored five goals in six games this season. Yeah, they're the top London side. Unbelievable. It'll be a tough next year. Zaha? Oh, I hope so. It'll be a tough one. It depends on whether David Moyes goes back or not. <laughs> Let's hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> Doing all right with West Ham. Uh, what's your prediction on uh, the score, Billy? We can the weekend, but that's it. What are you going for, Bill? Wolves or Palace? Who? No wolves. 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 And you're not. And you're not going for anybody, Chris. I don't do predictions. You know that. I'm ah, superstitious. Right, okay. <laughs> I thought it was only Liverpool ones you don't do. No, anyone. I don't, like, sure because I don't like to jinx people because, like, you know, if I say something, some, you know, if I'd say, point out, like, a particular player I think is going to do well, they end up getting injured for the season. I did that with that gammon. I put, the, you know, the Everton player last season, I picked him out as the player I was looking forward to seeing most new signings in the summer last summer he never he played the game after that after I wrote that is he still there? <laughs> he got yeah, he picked up he's still injured isn't he? he's still recovering from that oh, injury God, he got really? it was so bad <laughs> so badly <laughs> so I just don't like doing it anymore because I just feel like and I know it's stupid and I know I'm sure I'm not actually cursing him but I don't want to take the chance you know it's people's careers yeah, on the line and that that's absolutely fair enough. And um, well, we won't do previews next week then. Um, <laughs> well, Saturday's fixtures is twelve thirty. Sheffield United, Man City. Man City, home bank, our way banker. Yeah, I'm going with Man City. Yeah, Man City, two 0 They did look two nil. Sheffield United, to be fair, against Liverpool, they looked a lot like they, you know, they were playing a lot more like they were last season, you know? Yeah. So they're, they're definitely getting back up to speed. Played well. Played very well. Can't yeah. see, um, see any, any result for them, like, but I think they're get, definitely getting their, they're getting their feet back under the table, so to speak. Yeah. Um, yeah. Find their sea legs. I think teams like Sheffield United playing in empty stadiums massively counts against them. Oh, yeah. More so than some other teams. Yeah. yeah. Very possibly, yeah. So three, sorry, three o'clock is Burnley Chelsea. Oh God, that sounds like Ooh, a boring game. That's a boring game. What was Draw. that? It's going to be a boring game. Boring. Chelsea will win. Yeah. Oh no, Chelsea. Controversial, Billy. I'm going for a draw. I'm going for a Chelsea win. They're winning 4-0. Yeah, Chelsea win 1-0. Yeah, they're winning 4-0 now. 
And then the five thirty game is a, I think it's a banker away win. Uh, Liverpool, <laughs> Liverpool versus West Ham United. Oh, the Hammers! Come on, the Hammers! Julian Dix. Yeah, we go for a West Ham away win. <laughs> I don't think he's big, playing big, anymore, mate. Big Billy Bonds. I yeah, I tell you one thing. Phil <laughs> Parker. If Phil Parker's and goals, they're a home banker or a away banker. <laughs> Phil Parker, yeah. blonde. He's, I don't think he plays anymore, mate. I know you're showing your age a bit there. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, I'll still go for I won't. I, 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 look, there's every chance. There is every chance the Liverpool can start to draw out of this one. Um, is think... not injured, by the way? Hello? Is he? He, is injured, he went off yeah. injured, so he, it, it's touch and go whether he plays. Uh, definite draw, definite draw, score draw, probably. I think Liverpool might snatch a goal, maybe a late equaliser. Says he was. Um... Two two for me. Two two. two, two. Good man, Billy. Two two. Yeah. Score, draw. two I'm, going for, I'm going for a Liverpool win. Otherwise, my wife right. will kill me. <laughs> Don't worry, she won't be listening to this anyway. Eh? She's never going to sit through this. <laughs> so what She's was that? Most things to do. Did anybody go for um, a West Ham win? Nobody did, did they? No. No. Yeah, cool. So moving on to Sunday is the twelve o'clock kickoff is Villa Southampton. Yeah, and I'm going to go. Have Villa I'm going to go. Now. Think, Southampton, yeah, I'm going to go Southampton. Southampton three-one for me. Oh, two Southamptons. Ken, is he gone? Oh, oh, he's too excited. Has he left us? <laughs> yeah, I think Jack Grealish should be fouled thirty. Oh, he's back. I'm here, don't you worry. <laughs> so what was your prediction? Sorry, mate, I missed it. Villa. So oh, sorry. Uh, Villa win. Villa win, oh right, cool. Okay, cool. So that's two for Saints, one for Villa. Oh Moise Keane's uh, again. Did he? Yeah, that's what full he's been scoring like a demon since leaving Everton. <laughs> oh talking oh, of wow. Everton. Talking of Everton. Talking of Everton, Newcastle, Everton. Oh god. Have the wheels truly come off? Not ever, isn't they? Yeah, Everton, Newcastle, 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 Everton. It's away Newcastle. The tune. Away Newcastle, the tune. Everton. You're away, Billy. Are we away? Sorry, I don't. Bloody hell, I haven't ever done it. I thought we were done. Uh, go for a one-all draw. Oh, yeah. Really? Newcastle yeah, one all draw. awfully at the moment, mate. Yeah, I'm going for an Everton win. Everton win. A handsome <laughs> win. Handsome yeah. win. We'll see. And then we move on to two of the most shite clubs in the Premier League. Arsenal. Man United <laughs> Arsenal. Man United Arsenal. Oh, Ken, on, Ken that's going to be 7 or 8 nil to uh, United then, isn't it? <laughs> well, to be honest Positive with you, Ken. to be honest with you, even the old negative Ken would think that we could beat Arsenal. So... <laughs> The positive can is going for 
I won't go for a repeat of the 8-2 victory a few years ago. Because um, no, Arsenal will never get two. No, they probably won't. <laughs> yeah. no. um, Good point, think, well made. I think United will win. I'm going for a United win. <laughs> Jesus Christ. People are going to think we're the same Everybody person. Everybody, <laughs> you believe in your own clubs anymore. <laughs> I can't believe that. Never at the top of the table and Billy still doesn't think they'll win. <laughs> no, United, United, United. Really? That's right. What was that like? I fancy, I fancy, um, Cavani to score. Okay. Right. What's playing? Yeah. Say again, Billy? Well, it come off the bench. What's yours, Ian? What's your forecast, then? What, for the score itself? Yeah. I'll go 2-0 United. Oh, I'm not sure about a clean sheet. Oh, right. We've got to get somebody to score, though, Ken. And, and we've got to yes. get over the halfway line. Absolutely yeah. do for Lacazette playing this the moment. Who's going to up front this week, do you reckon, he? Not Lacazette, please. Oh. Uh, where's Bingy Bingy Bing Bang? Where? What's 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 he up to now? Is he not playing he anymore? On the wing. Yeah, uh, he hasn't. He hasn't played. He hasn't scored since he signed his fucking contract. Oh, yeah. No, I know. Yeah. yeah well, he plays him on the wing, doesn't he? Wasting him out there. But he was scoring the... on the wing before he signed his contract. Yeah. Funny, he just doesn't yeah. seem like he's trying now. He's got a new contract, which everyone had told. You know, this has been he... a problem with him throughout his career. And he's busy mates. Busy mates with Ozil. Ozil acted as his agent for this deal. <laughs> no, it's um, it's yeah. We just have to wait and see on this one. Yeah, I'm not confident. So next game Brighton is Tottenham, yeah, which I assume is Tottenham Tottenham at home. I'm assuming that's going to be one of these pay per view ones, yeah. isn't it? No, it's, I've got it Tottenham on the BBC oh, website. Right. I thought it said on the... They just had the advert for it. I thought it said to the way round. I must have misread it. Yeah. Well, I, I, I go for a Spurs win. Spurs. Either way. Yeah, I'm going for Spurs. What do you think of... Brighton what's the game? What do you think of what? Brighton and Potter. Play pretty football and that, but they haven't got a goal scorer, have they? No, that's a big Achilles heel because they do play some nice stuff, don't they? And then it just... Goes Where, nowhere. Where's, where's my man that was up front with them last year that came on and scored every other week? What's his name? Glenn Murray. Bring him back. They've got rid of him, haven't they? He's moved on. Yeah. yeah. He's, He's about 53, though, isn't he? Yeah. I played against him under 15. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ken was under 23s at the time, though. <laughs> 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 yeah, posted another posted note joke. Well done. Hello, I'll be saving them up, mate. Saving them up for you. I'm going for Spurs winning that game, though. I think Bale's yeah. going to get on the sheet as and well. I think Bale is going to score. Can I 
can I just ask something? Because I was watching them play Brighton play the other day. Can't remember last weekend. Yeah. And the commentators were raving about Mope and what a great goal scorer he was. And every time he missed, which was regularly, because he got quite a few chances, they were saying, "Oh, you expect a player, you know, with his finishing quality to score." And I'm sat there thinking, "Am I thinking of? A, are they thinking of a different player, or am I missing something?" Because I don't think he's a very good finisher. I don't. I think they just they they make they big these players up, and I think all his the hype about him stemmed off that winning goal against he scored against us. Yeah, was it last season, wasn't it? Yeah, all of a he's the best thing since sliced bread. Well, yeah, I quite liked him that day. To be fair, so I can understand. He's a twelve, twelve to fifteen, sixteen goal a season sort of a guy. Run of the mill. He's right. I don't think he's managed to score that many, did he? I was going to say. I yeah, mean, Lacazette can't even up. manage that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what's the rest of the games? Monday nights as well, isn't there? Yeah, so I was just going to go on to Monday night. Is two games on Monday night. One is a real... Probably going to be a real goals galore game. Fulham-West Brom. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. Neither of them. <laughs> Neither. Neither of them are getting any points. Can <laughs> <laughs> they both lose? Game abandoned due to complete and utter boredom. I'm trying to think who's saying who's got the I'm best. Gonna go, I'm going to go for a Fulham win. Mitrovic, isn't it? Is he the best? Yeah, Mitrovic. I'm yeah. going to go for a Fulham win. Yeah, and that's that's not a phrase <laughs> here. Also, say again. West Brom 2-0 for me. West Brom? Oh. Ex-Everton man in charge is bound to do well, isn't he? Uh, Everton on the up and all that. I'm going to Ex-Everton players are doing well. Keane's got four goals in two games now. (laughs) As a player, you used to look at him on a Saturday and think, he hasn't had a shower since training on Monday. (laughs) Right. <laughs> and, and now you look at him as a manager and you think he hasn't had a shower since he finished playing he's obsessed with throw-ins as well and yeah <laughs> and yeah it was Liverpool and Midtjylland and that that have employed a throwing coach and he's never thought sort fit to do one to do that like it's bizarre he's obsessed with him though Really, I didn't know that. He's um, yeah, he's got. He's really, a, he goes on and on and on about him if you speak to him. Like, like in fairness, he was beaten with the with the mad stick, wasn't he? He's a he's a touch. Wow. He's a touch nuts. Yeah. Well, he's like uh, he's not all and he still thinks he's a rocker. So. Yeah, God bless him. There's not very many. There's not very many of us left. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget. What's the my forecast. Oh, sorry. If you... Oh, so my forecast is going to be two-one Fulham. All right. Okay. So I'm yes. the only one going for West Brom. Yeah, yeah you're on your own there, Bill. And I think the final game okay. is probably going to be um, quite a good one because that's Leeds Leicester. Oh, Bamford. 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 Oh, Jesus, you had to mention Leeds. See, I knew it. <laughs> he hasn't stopped scoring since you wrote him off. You know what? We were oh. watching the game. I was watching the game. We were doing, sorry, recording the podcast last week. Leeds were playing, 
while we were recording it. First off, Bamford missed absolute sitters, and I said, "There you go, Ken." You know, I said about you, raving about him. I said, "There you go, he hasn't got. He's missed some absolutely sitters. Like he's got. He's terrible." Like, so what does he do in the second half? Oh, it's just like, <laughs> Football's a fickle game. Oh, it's because um, I said it in the podcast. That's the thing. See, I told you, jinx. I am a jinx. He's uh, he's done quite well, actually. No, oh, that's a tough one. I'm going to go Leeds. Fancy, I fancy Leicester away win for that one. I'm going Leeds home win. Hmm. Leicester home away win for me as well. Really? Vardy's back as well, only the bastard. I mean, the um, absolute star. Oh, listen, mate. <laughs> there was a discussion on the United page the other day about Vardy. I'm full of admiration for him. Oh, he's, he's a throwback to one of the 90s or 80s centre-forwards. He's, he's, he's great value. He tries his heart out in every game. Scores more than his fair share. I wrote Leicester off at the beginning of this season because I didn't think he was going to be capable of scoring as many goals as he has done for the last few years because it has to stop sometime. Yeah. But he, he he's brilliant. He's brilliant. Yeah. I, I and I admire him for staying at Leicester even though Ian, I'm sure you would have liked to have seen him go to Arsenal. But I admire he him for staying at the club. Wing to to Obama Young, couldn't he? Oh yeah. Yeah no, he I would have had him all day long. <laughs> but and he loves he I, does love playing against us, so maybe he'd love he, playing for us. <laughs> He talks about, you know, his cans of Red Bull and his two Mars bars before a game. I love all that. I think that's great. <laughs> yeah. He shows you know, that limited, a limited talent is doesn't necessarily mean you can't be a great talent just because you've got limits. He shows if you use it to the best of its ability and get the most out of it, it can be really useful. You know, a limited player, because he is limited, because he can fun. only play a certain way. But yeah. you just have to... You know, set your team up to suit what what the limited player does. As a, as a coach, and when I coach kids, um, I always used to hold up three players um, as role models that they should all aspire to be like. Um, and they were funny enough. Two of them are in TV now: Jamie Carragher, Gary Neville. Because the two of them made a hundred times more out of their career than their God-given mm. ability should have allowed them, right? Um, they weren't naturally brilliant footballers at all. But their dedication, their attitude towards training, their one-club players, they put their heart and soul into every training session as well as they put it into every match. And they practice, 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 practice. And they were no better as kids than an awful lot of players uh, that never got their opportunity. And the third player is David Beckham because like that again, mm. practice, 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 practice. And that's what made him as good as he as he got yep. was the amount of time he spent as a 14-year-old practicing. And Jamie Vardy, I would put in the exact same character as those Three. Beckham, I elevate. Well, I actually, I, I elevate Beckham miles above them because I, I think Beckham ended up as yeah probably the best dead ball specialist and the best deliverer of a ball 
from 10 to 60 yards crossing. There was no one better in the world at him for a long period of time in terms of crossing. To ever be able to cross a ball without beating a man, he didn't oh, have to beat the man to cross the ball, and that was his biggest attribute. Because before then, your wingers used to get we say if you pass the full back, beat them for speed and cross it. Yeah. He could cross a ball without beating a man, and that was his biggest yeah. strength for me. I remember Mike oh. Summerby once did a did an interview and he said, "Oh, Beckham's not that good. My son's a better crosser of the ball than he is." Right. Mike's okay. already there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, no, so yeah, love, 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 love Vardy, I think. And listen, there's other players like that, but they're the three that, you know, when you when you bunch of eight and ten year olds, you say to them, mm. Neville Carr, they're the guys you should be trying to aspire to be like. Because being honest with you, none of you would be at my training session if you were ever going to be as good as Ronaldo. True. So you know, your your kids try and be as good as you can be. Simple as that. And that's exactly the attitude that the Neville Carher Barney have. They were every bit as good as they could have ever been. Yeah, I love that. No argument for me. Leicester win. So you don't cool. think they're because they're, they're, they're not playing very well, are they? I know they've they've been getting results, but they've been playing a bit negative, haven't they? Do you think that's the style he's moving to moving forward? Not so sure. I think I think he's missing. He, he like Chilwell, a massive loss to Leicester. A massive loss. He's a he, he was fantastic up and down that left flank for them, and as a result, they didn't really play with a wide left player. You know. They, you know, he's a massive loss for him, and and hasn't the rifle been injured all season as well? What's what's his name? Cardo, isn't it? He's really Pereira. good. Isn't he? Yeah, Pereira. That's Ricardo it. Pereira. Pereira. Yeah, but he's they've, been injured they've, all they've season. got Justin, who replaced him last season, and they've brought in that Castagno, who's excellent. But it takes I mean, a bit of time for these guys. What to I don't happen, understand you know? is they, he's got. James Justin, who's a right back, never, you know, he's definitely a right back, one hundred percent a right back. They've got Castagna, who's played left midfield, left back, left wing back, right back, right midfield, and right wing back regularly. Plays all over. Reg- he, he mostly for his country, he mostly plays left back, but he plays Justin at left back, who's definitely a right back, and Castagna at right back. Why? That's a bizarre one for me. Yeah, I don't know, mate. I can't answer that one. I didn't know they were they were on opposite flanks. I think, um, yeah. I, I listen. Rogers is a really good coach. I'm not saying he's a really good manager. Yeah, that's a difference. Is, I get it. Yeah, of course, a massive difference. He's a really good coach. Yeah. A really, a really good coach. His teams are, always play. A, a... You've gone off. Is that because you were going to say they play? No doubt, it switched you off because you were going to say they play really good football when they don't. They tend to pass for passing sake too much when Rogers gets his way. In my opinion, certainly did when he was managing Liverpool. And I've seen a lot of Celtic fans moan about that. I'm sure you'll be back soon, no? Because it's going to go off in a sec. My internet's obviously... It's the VPN's gone off and it will switch back on any second. And I'm sorry, I'm just filling in while I wait. Because I know I'll forget to 
edit it out later. So it's gone off again. Ah, there we go. Sorry. You're back. <laughs> it's just stopping it. It just doesn't want Ken to go and watch the game because it's really exciting. Yeah, who's that guy dressed up as Pogba running around like a lunatic? Uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, a lot I like love... him, but he can't be because he's doing weird. Oh, weird. Yeah, pressing and everything. Yes, no, that, that, that last 15 minutes and then they just seem to revert. Mind you, a win, lads, tonight for United, and and they're as good as true to the to the to the last sixteen, which is great, you know. Can't argue with that. Yeah. You know what? I have no idea because I've not been. I only watch in Europe. I don't normally really watch much of it, to be honest. I find it a bit boring. European football as a rule. Well, listen, the I... club involved, you just it just doesn't matter. Anymore. I think I think to a large degree all football yeah. is boring without fans. Yes. I know there's been some mad results and lots of goals and lots of this, but for me the intensity of the game has dropped by fifteen, twenty percent. It's noticeable, isn't it? And that's I think that's why all the goals are going in, because nobody's really kind of no there's no Listen, nobody breaks the defend. If you've thirty thousand people shouting at you you run faster. You track faster. You tackle harder. Simple as that. Listen, I can let a roar at an eight-year-old or fifteen-year-old as the coach, and if I can let a roar from the sideline and, and make them run faster by just going, "Come on!" Thirty thousand people roaring at you makes you run faster. I don't care what anyone says. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Fully agree. It's, and it's more, it's the atmosphere is part of the game, especially in England. It's a special, but it's a special part, part of the game. Syria probably, probably not a not a great deal of difference in tempo. No. La Liga, there definitely is, and uh, Bundesliga, there definitely is. But if you're three 0 down, no fans there, fifteen minutes to go. I, I don't see anyone busting a gut to make a 3-1 or, you know, to to if they lost another goal. It doesn't really matter, you know? Yeah, it doesn't feel you know, The players don't feel accountable, I don't think. Mm. In the same way that they do. I remember the, the Ryan Giggs, um, an interview he did years and years and years ago. He was only relatively young at the time, maybe 22, 23 and he said the way he was coached was if the ball is running out of play and you know you can't catch it, you still bust your ass so the 50,000 people can see you're trying. Yeah. And he, yeah, says, yeah. he said, if you do that, the crowd responds to you. To me, I just think you should bust your ass anyway because you never know when it hits a, if it hits a divot in the pitch and then bounces, you know, and comes back or takes an odd bounce. You know what I mean? There's all kinds of things yeah. that can happen. In junior football, a, a, a phrase you'll hear often on the sideline here is "ball wins," right? And that would be a coach either telling his defender. Don't panic, he's not going to catch it. The ball is going to run out of play, you know? Mm. And you hear it all the time, ball wins, ball wins. And I hate it. 
I just hate it. I don't care if the ball is winning. Yeah. You should be making sure you you try and get there before the ball. Exactly. It, it drives me nuts. There's no there's no substitute for hard work. No, and and that 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 that's going back to to to. Sometimes there is a substitute for hard work. Sometimes is there is. No, no, but no, but sometimes <laughs> there is. Generally, in football, you have to win the battle before you you earn the right to win the game, um, by by showing your your talents. But sometimes there is players out there that just don't work hard, but they're they're luxury players, and there's other people to do their hard work. Um, and if you get one of those gems, you don't necessarily make them run up and down the line chasing chasing his full back or whatever. I think James Rodriguez. Yeah, well Fergie found yeah, out a very easy with Ronaldo. But he, he Fergie yeah, found he out did, very yeah. quickly with Ronaldo. Don't be asking him to do stuff that's not going to pay any dividends. Yeah, but he altered the system to cover so they had extra money, you know, an extra protection in mid Correct. Just, correct. That's yeah. what you have to do when you yeah, do something like that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Guys. But he did still work hard. Anyway, yeah, we should let you go, shouldn't we, Ken? Yes. Yeah, I was, listen, I was only trying it, to spill it out to annoy you. <laughs> I really enjoyed that tonight. I really enjoyed that tonight because that was a very was a very rounded, all clubs, all all teams, all subjects. Yeah. It was really good, yeah. yeah. Makes a change good to discuss to... European football as well. Yeah, nice to talk about the Europeans, you know. I mean, you guys won't be there very long. We, we'll yeah. stay part of Europe, you know. We're, we're, <laughs> we'll be over here flying, flying the blue and yellow flag. And well, I haven't you been guys. to Europe for about four years, so. Yeah, no, well, Bernie. Six, sorry. Where's me now? You're, you're, you're a proper fucking nomad. You are. <laughs> no fixed abode. <laughs> it's an absolute pleasure, Billy, as always. Yes. Um, yes, yeah, cheers, I was only I was only saying the other day I was only saying earlier on there before you came on, Billy, and before you came on in, it's um it's lovely to have an editor on the Man United page in Ed O two five who is so respectful to all the posters and never picks on them, never teases them, never pokes them with a stick. <laughs> and it, it, the new neutrality. And and the professionalism with which you carry out your job as an editor on the, on the Manchester United page at 025 is respected by all and admired <laughs> by all posters. Yeah, but you're forgetting. Ian, thanks for your contribution. thanks for your contribution. He's a Man United fan because once a blue, always a red. Remember? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in fairness, <laughs> he's a bit of a it's way all, Rooney. It's all good, Bill. And uh, Ed 047, we'd like to thank you for your contributions as well. Yes, thank you. Yeah, only can work. Well, that's only because it is you. No, honestly, honestly, um, it's been really good on the United page for the last the last few days with people with lots of different views. I love that, you know. Makes a nice change. It's been good, yeah. yeah. Uh, like you go, to, you go to the Liverpool page and this is the sort of response you get when Liverpool win 10-0. How was the game? It was oh, all right. Yeah, no. and Liverpool lose 10-0. It was all right. Did you know, you the, did... about everything now? I mean, <laughs> we drew, the, it's, and it goes into meltdown, and you're thinking, jeez, 
how spoiled have they become? Oh, they have no idea how to, <laughs> how, how to enjoy what they're, what they're getting at the moment, exactly. you know. And you think after waiting so long. But uh, as you know, I'm in, a, I'm in a group with a bunch of Liverpool supporters and they're a great bunch of heads. And, you know, I think they're all saying that this year is no one's going to run away with the league, you know. No one um, is. No. no one is. It's going to be lots of ups and downs, which would be great, you know. I'd love to see with four or five weeks to go, Three, four clubs still in the mix are having a chance to win it. It'll just be whichever club yeah, avoided the most amount of injuries, won't it? Because everyone's going to suffer this yeah. season. No recovery time. Yeah. Well, hopefully, James and Pepe will come good, and there'll be Arsenal will be coming up on the rails there, um, rampant towards the end of the season. But we're resting so at the moment, aren't we? Now. We're resting at the moment, so we should be saving something <laughs> for the end of it. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Listen, lads, I'm going to go enjoy this game. I'll talk <laughs> yeah. to you later. Sorry, mate. I should yeah. really keep you talking. Yeah. God bless. Take it easy. All right. Take, Take care, care, all. Care. Thank you, mate. Good luck, lads. Cheers, Billy. Bye-bye, you two. Yeah, cheers. See you next... What day is it? Thursday. See you next Thursday. <laughs>